Welcome. You're listening to Strength for the Hour, the radio outreach of Fruit of the Vine Ministries in Louisville, Ohio. We're passionate about strengthening you with deep truths from the Word of God and bringing hope to the world through Jesus Christ. Jesus said, My words are spirit and they are life. So may you experience new life from this message today by John Davison. Father, I ask you today in the precious name of Jesus, I ask you, Father, to teach us your truth, Father, to help us to see things the way that you see them, Father, and not the way that the world tells us to look at them, Lord. Father, I want to know, and we want to know, Lord, we want to know your righteousness. We want to know the way you see things, Father. We want to know that when we look at something, that we see it from your perspective, Father, as King David said in the Psalms, Lord, that your ways are right and that we should acknowledge your ways, Father. So, Lord, teach us your ways, Father. Teach us how to understand and discern the times, Father, to discern the things around us, Lord. Make this come home to us, Father, in the places where we're at. Holy Spirit, meet us in our atmosphere right now. Show us the things in our own lives that we can Notice the spirits, Father, and understand what is behind them, what they mean, why they're there, and what the intent behind that spirit truly is, and why it is imparted into something that we are going through right now, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. May this may this become something that we live from, Lord, that we're not pursuing towards, Lord, but that we live from your victory, Father, from your righteousness and not our own works, Lord. Help us to see things the way you see them, Father, so that we will be sons and daughters, Father, after your own heart, just like David, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I want to talk to you today about spirits. You know, a lot of people today don't talk about spirits, you know. But here's the thing. The world's talking about them. Look, they're talking about aliens. They're talking about, you know, foreign beings. They're talking about witchcraft. Um, you know, different things that have happened in the news lately with uh, with different rituals and, and spiritists and mediums. I know right here in the state that we're in, you can drive around and you can find somebody who does palm readings and, you know, they'll read your future and they'll read tarot cards and all this stuff. And these all have something behind them. There is all a driving force. There's something there driving an individual towards that area in life. And scriptures tell us this. Listen. I'm in 1 John chapter 4, and it says this, Dear friends, dear brothers and sisters, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets, many false spirits, many false things have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, but every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus Christ is not from God. This is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them. Okay, so listen, he's saying, listen, you've already overcome them. You might not feel like it, but what he's saying is, listen, you need to live from victory. You need to live from overcoming. You need to live a victorious life because Jesus paid for you to live that life. He didn't say it would be easy. He just said that he already paid the price, right? Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Verse 5, These are they are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world. And the world listens to them. Of course it's going to. The world listens to its own, just like we should be listening to our own. Amen? But verse 6 says this, We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. 
So let's identify God's spirit for a moment. How about we just, let's, how do we identify what spirit, who's from who, and what's from what? Well, listen, scripture tells us who God is. He tells us who spirit is. And then he tells us what this spirit of antichrist is. And then these deceiving spirits. He actually helps us and gives us a guideline. Of course he would. He's so awesome. He gives us a guideline on how to recognize where the spirits are from. You say, well, people just have bad attitudes and they just have this disposition or that. No, 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 no. There's a spirit behind everything. There's always a spirit there. It doesn't mean somebody is demonically possessed in every situation it simply means there's a spirit there that is whispering into somebody's ear we either listen to the spirit of god or we're listening to the spirit of antichrist amen so listen to first peter chapter 1 verse 10 and 11 concerning this salvation the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with greatest care trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the spirit of christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of christ and the glorious works and the glorious things that would follow right so first off he tells us listen the spirit of christ the spirit of god is going to search the things of god right the spirit of god is going to be about the father's business the holy spirit came upon jesus and then jesus what jesus was about his father's business so they search the things of god out And it says, verse 12, it says, it was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you. So listen, the spirit of God is not self-seeking. The spirit of God is to search the things of God, number one, because we want to have the full armor of God, obviously. But the biggest thing about it is that we may serve others. Jesus said he came to serve, not to be served. The son of man came to serve and not to be served. And listen, When they spoke of the things that have not yet been told, you by those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, even angels long to look into these things. Oh my goodness, you mean to tell me that even angels long to look into the spiritual things? Yes, for God is not a God of confusion, but of peace as in the congregations of all the saints. And he says in 1 Peter 3, 17, 21, for it is better if, if the will of God be so that you suffer for doing well than for doing evil. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that the might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Listen, 1 Peter one thirteen and 16 and verse 14 says this as obedient children not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance but as he which hath called you is holy so be ye holy in a matter of conversation because it is written be ye holy lord for that because i am holy says the lord right so you're supposed to be holy because god says he's holy so listen the spirit of god is not self-seeking it's obedient and follows instructions it's a spirit of truth it suffers for doing good it's not an, a, a spirit of chaos, but of love, peace, kindness, joy, listening, the fruits of the Spirit. What? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Listen, God is not a God of chaos. He's not a God of disorder. He's not a God that doesn't know what he's doing. And he's not a God of guesswork. He's not a God of reading crystal balls. He already knows everything. The Spirit of God already knows. He doesn't have to go through some special juju in order to get all kinds of weird doctrines and weird thoughts and weird theologies in order to get to the end goal. All he has to do is come in love and be himself because he is 
love. So when you go to these spiritists and you go to these mediums and you read your horoscope in the newspaper, for goodness sake, which relies on the stars instead of on the creator, it says in Romans chapter one that people are going to what? Rely on the created. They're going to worship the created instead of the creator. So when you're looking at your zodiac, guess who you're looking to knowledge for? You're looking to the created instead of looking towards the creator. Amen. So listen, what spirit is behind it? Is it a spirit that's pointing to the world? Is it pointing to the creation or is it pointing to the creator and that's what we're talking about here so what is satan's spirit what are these spirits doing listen what do they want to do they want to powder you they want to make you feel good and then they want to get you all flustered in the middle of feeling good what it's this magical wonderful roller coaster that they try to promote you right magical right it's all magic in the magic kingdom right and then this roller coaster look oh roller coasters sound like fun yeah try living one i lived one for a long time roller coasters are not fun and magic is not the way that our father in heaven works our father works from a position of authority and seniority over every itty bitty tiny little thing even down to being concerned about the numbers of the hairs on your head and he doesn't need somebody reading cards and reading palms and doing all kinds of weird stuff with crystals For you to know what his will is for your life and for you to live a life of victory, you don't have to seek it in the newspaper every week from your Zodiac. You don't have to get it from some website. You get it from the one who created everything, the maker of heaven and earth, who knows your name. And he knows your name because he created you. He thought about you before the foundation of the world. You were predestined to be conformed to the image of Christ. And Jesus paid a price for you to come into the kingdom of God. And God doesn't, listen, God's not a bad business businessman, right? Jesus paid a price, right? But he's not going to pay for something that's not worth it, right? So Jesus went to the cross and he paid for you, right? So what does that mean? If God's not a bad businessman and God isn't going to pay for something, listen, you're not going to buy a house that's only worth $50,000. You're not going to spend $500,000 for a house worth $50,000. Why? Because it's not worth it. You're not going to pay a price for something that's not worth it. And yet Jesus paid a price for you. How much more do you think you're worth? But we're going to things that point us away from God to find our worth when our worth is found in Christ. Now, that is a spirit, brothers and sisters, of Antichrist. So what is Satan? What is his what is his spirit? What is the what is the spirits we're supposed to be testing? Listen, anarchy, right? Job describes Satan's kingdom in Job chapter 10, verse 21, 22 says, look, Before I go to the place of no return, to the land of gloom and deep sorrow, to the land of deepest night, of deep sorrow and disorder, where even the light is like darkness. Listen, this is Satan's kingdom. It's it's doom and gloom. That's all he is. All he is is depression. All he is is hate. All he is is anger. All he is is divisions. All he is is factions. All he is is a spirit of trying to get you to feel the way he feels. He's trying to manifest himself inside of you with thoughts. He's trying to put things in your mind that says something that is contrary to God. Listen, identifying a person and or a spirit who is antichrist, how do we do that? This can show up on TV, radio, work, traffic, just about any situation or daily routine. So we must be quick to identify it. And it's subtle. And sometimes it just attacks you subtly. What if you're standing in line at the grocery store and all of a sudden there's a girl standing there and 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 you notice her, she's looking at these magazines, right? And all of a sudden you look over to the magazine and here's the thing. What's the magazine? Half-naked people right there when you're trying to check out. What is that? 
What is that? That's not God's desire for you. That is the spirit of Antichrist trying to get you into a spirit of idolatry, right? You're trying to get, you're getting into a spirit of idolatry. What about a woman? What about a woman? Well, what if you're standing in line and all of a sudden you see some man and he picks up this magazine and all of a sudden look what's on the cover. There's a half naked guy with his muscles all buffed out and stuff and you're a happily married woman. Listen, this isn't from God. This is to try to get you into a spirit of idolatry, into a spirit of adultery. You want to worship something other than what God tells you to worship by the pattern of the world. Listen, 1 John 2.22 says this, Who is the liar? It is the man who denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a man is the Antichrist. He is an Antichrist. He denies the Father and the Son. 2 John 1.7, Many deceivers who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh, have gone out into the world. Any such person is the deceiver and the antichrist. Listen, whoa. He's saying, listen, those things, those people, they're the deceiver. They're the deceiver. They're the ones that are allowing the, the, the enemy to be manifest inside of them. Now, listen, he's not saying that that individual themselves, okay, that specific person is so far gone that they can't be saved. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is, is that they are a temple of Hasatan, the adversary. They're being used by him, okay? And that's what these people do because they don't know any better by default. You're either in Christ and saved and sanctified and washed by the blood of Jesus or by default, you're still in fallen sinful nature and you're not born again. You only have it two ways in this world. There's only two ways to live. You can live in a sin state and die that way or you can be resurrected into a new life being born again through Jesus Christ. You got two options. Galatians 1, 6 through 8 says, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to the different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally condemned. What does he say? Listen, people are going to try to confuse you. Why? He says, even the angels in, even if an angel from heaven, a fallen angel were to come to you, even if somebody comes as an angel of light and they seem good. Listen, the, the fruit that Eve ate, okay, it said that it seemed good to her eye. And it seemed good for eating. And it looked good. But it says this, listen, it says this, even if they come to you and they look good, even if they look like angels of light, even if they come to you and they, but as soon as they start throwing you a confusion, you know, boom, right then and there, that is not of the Lord. Those spirits are not of Jesus Christ. They may come to you maybe on TV as a doctor, or they may come to you on TV as some type of a therapist. There's nothing wrong with therapists and there's nothing wrong with doctors. All I'm saying is, is that when these individuals, whoever they may be, preach a message against Jesus Christ and deny Jesus Christ and tell you to do things that are supposed to be for your good that are against the will of God as plainly laid out in the scriptures. They are of a spirit which is not of God. And it tells and the scripture tells us, listen, it tells us test the spirits. Romans one twenty nine to 32 says this being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, maligning, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. That's even, listen, if you're young and you're disobedient to parents, 
Scripture says, listen, that's not the Spirit of God. That's rebellion. Without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural effect, unmerciful. Listen, 32. Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Listen, they're going to promote it. They're going to promote it. What are you promoting? What are you promoting? What about a believer who has a spirit and walks in the spirit of Jesus? Are we warned? 1 Thessalonians 5, 17 to 22 says, listen, pray without ceasing and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit. Listen, don't put out the Holy Spirit. Don't put out the one that's trying to keep you away from all that stuff. Don't put out the one who has the path ready for you, who knows what you need and where to go. Test the spirits. Pay attention. Does it align with the word of God? Listen, brothers and sisters, this is needed more than any other time in the United States history. It need, It's needed right now for you as a follower of Jesus Christ to be able to discern what is behind the spirits, brothers and sisters. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be your own church family. You need to be careful with what is coming out of the mouths of the people around you and who you surround yourself with because you may be surrounded by the spirit of antichrist and it may be dressed as an angel of light brothers and sisters it says quench not the spirit despise not prophesying prove all things hold fast to that which is good abstain from the appearance of evil what does the word stifle mean it's a verb it's actually an action word it means it means unable to breathe properly to suffocate what is quench to put out listen what is putting something out, putting out life, extinguishing? He says, listen, don't suffocate the Spirit. Don't suffocate the Holy Spirit. He loves you. He has every intent to be a comforter to you and a guider to you and to teach you all truth. But if you put him out, if you, if you put him out, if you make it to where he cannot breathe upon you the breath of life, then you're in trouble. Listen to 2 Corinthians 12.20. For I am afraid that when I come, this is that Paul is writing to the church. And I'm, re I'm, listen, I'm reading this to you right now. For I am afraid that when I come, I may not find you as I want you to be. And may not, and, and you may not find me as I want me to be. I fear that there may be quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, factions, slander, gossip, arrogance, and what? Disorder. The apostle Paul saying, listen, you, you're gonna, you're gonna find, you're gonna find that some places you go are gonna be like this. And he says, listen, abort, bail out, get away, run. Don't be, don't be, don't be a part of that. Abandon ship. You need to go. Get away from these people that are, that are claiming to be those who follow Jesus Christ and yet promote the kingdom of wickedness. I'm serious. It's a big thing today. Listen to Titus chapter 1, verse 15 and 16. Unto the pure, all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But even their mind and conscience is defiled. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him. Being abominable and disobedient and unto every good work, reprobate. Reprobate. Listen, he says... They claim to know God, 
There's a lot of people out there that claim to know God. There's a lot of religions out there that claim to know God and claim that they can get you to God. Here's the good news about Jesus Christ. Here's the good news about Christianity. God comes to you. You don't work your way to him. He comes to you, and he wants to come to you right now and give you everything in Christ Jesus. The book of Ephesians says that you have been blessed in the heavenly realms with every supernatural blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, listen, in love he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with what? His pleasure, it's God's pleasure to come to you. It's God's pleasure to meet you. It's God's pleasure to send Jesus Christ to come and die for you because he loves you that much. But if you're not testing the spirits, if you're not checking things out, listen to 1 Timothy 4.1 because we're warned. Listen, now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times... In the end times, in the last days, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to what? Seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. What? Seducing spirits? Do we have that in, in, in the world? Do we have seducing spirits in the world? Remember what we just talked about? What did we just talk about? We talked about the, the, the women on the covers of the magazine. The man on the cover of the magazine. The people, when you walk through the mall, you've got these storefronts with half-naked models and all these pictures of women wearing next to nothing. You walk past some of these other stores, some of these newer stores and these newer people, and you've got these models of men, and they look like this, you know, tight-chested and all this stuff, and, and you're just going, oh my goodness, oh wow. No, seducing spirits are trying to lead you away from your first love, brothers and sisters. Don't be seduced. Don't allow it to happen. Recognize the spirit behind it. Okay? Listen. God created a man and a woman to come together for the bonds of becoming one and making a child. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that sexual desire. But it is to be in a marital covenant in the marriage bed, Scripture says, is to be kept pure. It's to be between you and your wife, you and your husband, whoever it is. But it needs to be a man and a woman creating a child. God says, be fruitful and multiply, and no other combination can do that. Okay, remember, man is constantly trying to mock God by making another way. They want another way. They want to try to figure out another way. But listen, God's ways are the right ways. They're the good ways. They're the true ways. They are the narrow path. And yet you may say that's very narrow minded. But Jesus did say narrow is the way, right? But broad, wide, huge, a gaping, gappy hole is where the road to hell is. It's this huge road to hell. It's this very thin road, this very narrow road that leads to righteousness, that leads to heaven, that leads to the Father, that leads to salvation, that leads to being born again, that leads to having a life that is designed and destined to be everything God created it for. And you can only find that through Jesus Christ. You can't find it 
in a religion. You can only find it in a relationship with the Father through the Son. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father. No one comes to Father God. No one comes to God but by Him. Have you made that decision today? Have you made Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life, or are you still following seducing spirits? Are you still following the ways of the world? How's it working out for you? You say, well, I'm in debt. Um, my marriage is broken. You may even be divorced or in the middle of a divorce. You say, my, my vehicles don't run. I'm about to lose my job. Yeah, you've done all these things your way for how long? How's it working out for you? It's miserable, isn't it? How about Jesus? Why don't you give him a shot? You know what? You can always go back. You can always decide, you know what? This Jesus thing isn't working out. But God says, listen, taste and see that the Lord is good. There's a thing here called tasting, and you have to taste. You can't just pick up something and go, I don't like it, when you've never tasted it. How do you know you don't like it if you've never tasted it? Taste and see today that the Lord is good. Try him out. Give him a shot. Say, Jesus, I want to make you Lord and Savior of my life. Jesus, I repent of my sins. Jesus, forgive me for following seducing spirits, Father. Make me new. Make me born again. I want to be whole in you, Father. I want to be who I was predestined for from the foundation of the world. I don't want to live this life anymore. I want to live a life of righteousness. I want to live a life connected to you, Father. Speak to me, Lord, by your spirit. Put your spirit in me, Father. Give me the fire of the Lord, Father. And Jesus, I want to be with you for the rest of my life. I want you to walk with me, Lord. I want you to be my Lord and Savior, and I submit my life to you. Brothers and sisters, listen, if you just said that, look, go find somewhere where you can get baptized. Go find somewhere where you can serve that is preaching the truth of the word of God, get a hold of us. Send us a letter. Send us an email. Get a hold of our website. Listen, Alex is going to tell you how to do that right now. But brothers and sisters, listen, be with God and test the spirits and taste and see that the Lord, he is good. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this broadcast of Strength for the Hour. Our hope is that you have received rest, revelation, edification, sanctification, and truth. To learn more about this ministry and to be further strengthened in your faith, you can visit us at our website, www.fruitofthevine.wix.com forward slash fruit of the vine. There you'll find a link to our Facebook and YouTube. If you'd like to send us a letter, please write to Fruit of the Vine Ministries, P.O. Box 222, Louisville, Ohio, 44641. And for a final word of encouragement, here again is John Davidson. Thanks, Alex. You know, God anointed the New Testament writers and the Holy Spirit spoke through them and says this in the book of Hebrews, chapter 4 and verse 12. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing of the soul and the spirit, the joints and the marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. And Jesus says this in the book of Revelation, chapter 3 and verse 8. He says, listen, I know your deeds. See, I place before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength, yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Well, praise God, brothers and sisters, that the word of God was able to penetrate into our hearts today and that the Lord gave us strength through his message as he spoke the word through his word by his Holy Spirit to you where you're at in your home and in your atmosphere. So I just thank you so much for taking your time 
and listening to the Word of God with us today. We hope that you've been blessed, encouraged, and strengthened by the Word of God. So thank you so much. God bless you and keep you in His perfect peace. In Jesus' mighty name, Shalom. Shalom.